Hello, everybody. This is Jimmy. Welcome back to the Jimmy Tingle Show. We have a wonderful show for you today. It is my pleasure to introduce the person advocating, leading the charge on no on question four. Maureen Maloney is the chair of Fair and Secure Massachusetts, the committee working to repeal the Work and Family Mobility Act. They are advocating for a no vote on question four. And in the spirit of fairness and in the spirit of transparency, we want to offer both sides of the issue and this Massachusetts ballot question number four to our already informed and enlightened listeners. We want to further inform and further enlighten you. So welcome to the show, Maureen Maloney. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me on. It's our pleasure. Uh, we really appreciate you making time. And Maureen, just explain to the, uh, our listeners how you got into this particular issue to begin with. Well, unfortunately, my son, Matthew, was killed uh, 11 years ago by an illegal alien. And as a result of his death, I started advocating against illegal immigration and um, the magnets that, that bring them to the United States. And so when this law passed the legislature, it was vetoed by Governor Baker, and the law is the Work and Family Mobility Act, which allows undocumented people in the state of Massachusetts to apply for driver's licenses that will then, they'll have to be insured, they'll have to pass the test, they'll have to do everything except produce citizenship papers. It's basically for non-citizens to allow them to drive in the state of Massachusetts. And you're working to repeal this, and why do you think this should be repealed? Well, there's multiple reasons why it should be repealed. Um, the, the, the most concerning to me is road safety. The other concerns are similar to what Governor Baker's concerns were. One, the RMV is not equipped to handle this. Uh, the examining of foreign documents and determining their authenticity is really a federal a job federal people should be doing, not the RMV workers. And I, I don't feel that they're equipped to do that. Uh, and they work very hard. You know, I'm not saying anything negative about them. They work very hard. And if you've been to the RV recently, you know how busy they are. And I think mm -hmm. this is an unfair burden that's being put upon them. And then the other thing is uh, with the voter, the motor voter laws, when people sign up for a driver's license, they're automatically uh, registered to vote unless they opt out of the voting. In preparing for this interview, I went on the Secretary of State's website and I looked at that. And apparently the Secretary of State feels that they, they're not automatically registered to vote. I just want to give you both sides because yes. I interviewed the folks on the yes. other side as well. And they were saying you don't automatically get registered to vote. Just like if you're a, you know, if you're here on a green card or a student visa, you don't automatically get registered to vote. So anyway, that the Secretary of State says it's he's confident that that's not going to happen, which yeah, is, you know, there's a lot of gray area and people don't know what to believe because they're hearing pros and cons on both sides. That's why I'm so grateful for you to come on today. And again, I, as I said before the show, our condolences for the loss Thank of your you. son. It's a, it's a terrible tragedy. And I just want to congratulate you for taking the initiative and getting involved, um, you know, and doing something and not just sitting on the sidelines, regardless of my feelings or anybody else's feelings watching this and how they feel about the particular issue. The, the, the fact that a citizen would be affected and take the initiative to try to change something uh, is, is very admirable. And it's really what our democracy and our country is all about. So in that respect, thank you very much for your involvement and caring enough to get involved because it's not easy. 
as everybody you're, you're knows. Right. And, you know, I do want to give the voters the opportunity to vote on this. This was overwhelmingly passed by uh, the, the, the Democratic legislatures that we have, and, and they overrode Governor Baker's veto. So I just, and in talking to a lot of people, a lot of people do not agree with giving a driver's license to illegal aliens. So this is an opportunity to put it to the voters and let the voters decide. And when you talk about, and so the other thing is that you had mentioned, and again, this is what the people who support the uh, the idea of the driver's license say, that that the safety issues increase when more people have driver's licenses and are insured on the roads, and that the chances of hit and runs diminish, and the law enforcement in the state, according to them, has been supportive of this. Uh, for for those reasons, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, I do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, the law enforcement that supports this, many of those uh, chiefs of police are chiefs of sanctuary cities, so that doesn't surprise me. I know many uh, police officers, state troopers, sheriffs who are not in favor of giving driver's license. Now, I realize this driver's license will make the the job of the police officers a lot easier. And I that could be a reason why a lot of them are in favor of it. Because if you don't have any identification on you, you get brought into the police station and have to be processed. And that's a much more lengthy procedure than just writing a citation. When you look at the, the, the larger picture, given where we're at with our immigration status, given the fact that we just came out of this pandemic and so many people, so many of the people who were on the front lines of essential workers during this whole pandemic were in fact undocumented workers, uh, you know, working as cashiers, working as, you know, all sorts of different industries, whether it's construction or home health aides or uh, all, all sorts of different things, babysitters, et cetera, et cetera. Do you think that's one of the reasons that more people are in favor of these, of the driver's license for these folks so they can get to work? Um, you know, I have not heard that argument uh, before. Um, but as far as I know, people that are in the country illegally, unless they have a work authorization, and that would be given to people that were seeking asylum or refugees, um, they're not eligible to work. So a lot of these people working are working off the books and not paying taxes, or they could be using fraudulent social security numbers to work. But at the same time, somebody's hiring them. I know that if you go into a lot of restaurants and a lot of, you know, work sites in this state and in this country, there are people who are not citizens who are working, who have kids, who are honest, hardworking people who are essential to the society. And one of the biggest takeaways from the pandemic is how many people are here undocumented working and you know, and a part of the society. And that's kind of what's driving this whole driver's license for these folks. So do you think that's one of the reasons that people might be supporting it? Well, I have to tell you, I have heard from more people uh, who want to repeal the law. We were able to uh, obtain over 100,000 signatures in 56 days over the summer, which was a Herculean task because mm. we had a very short timeline to work on. Uh, and now we've only had like, eight weeks to prepare for the, the election. So I think there, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if we get this repealed on November 8th. There is a lot of people who do not agree with providing the driver's license. And tell me, I know you, you're very active now with immigration reform. 
Have you been in touch with any of the national organizations that are working for immigration reform so this so people are brought into the country uh, legally and we can expedite that process? I, I've been working on that for many years. Yes, I go down to Washington frequently. I am involved with a lot of different organizations. I met with President Trump when he was in office and he spoke to the angel parents about illegal immigration. I work with Tom Holman, Mark Morgan, um, Border Patrol. Um, you know, right now their hands are all being tied, um, but immigration needs to be in a more controlled, done in a more controlled manner. So I'm not opposed to increasing our legal immigration levels. I just think that people coming across our borders should be vetted um, and we should know who they are and we should only be letting the good people in. We should not be letting the bad actors in. Of course. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to date myself, but I'm old enough to remember Ronald Reagan <laughs> and the 1986 immigration reform bill that they passed. It was historic. And one of the criteria was for people to, they had to prove that they were in the country for a certain amount of time. I think it was five years, maybe something like that, maybe even 10 years. And I was thinking as well, I was preparing for this interview, might these driver's license for the legitimate people, like you said, for the good people, who are hardworking, who are playing by the rules, who are trying to get a job. If they have driver's licenses two, three, four, five years down the road, when immigration reform comes to the national level where it should be on the front burner in the country, given where we are, it should be like a major issue that both parties are trying to enact. I, I agree. When that, when that happens, they'll have driver's licenses. It's already legal in 16 other states, and they haven't had the problems, of, according to the pro side, they haven't had the problems that were anticipated, hit and run accidents, more Oh, they accidents. have. They, they are having problems. They've had, they've become magnet states for uh, increased illegal immigration. They've had fraud uh, occurring at their RMVs, DMVs. Um, well, I'm glad you bring that up because the other side says the exact opposite. They said that in the states that have passed it, that it, hit and runs have declined, et cetera, et cetera. So again, um, but, but thank you for bringing that up. That's why we're having this discussion. But my point is that when we come to immigration reform and you can document the fact that, yes, I've been in Massachusetts since whatever, 2018, and here's my driver's license from 2022, and I've been working at such and such a company for three years, might that not work to everybody's advantage in the big, bigger picture? I don't think they, they need that because, first of all, if they came across the border, you know, went through Border Patrol, they would have a notice to appear document that would have the date that they entered the country. If they came in on a visa and overstayed their visa, they would have that visa documented with the date that they entered the country. So I think there are other ways to prove when they entered the country. Well, how can people find out more about you if they want to get involved, want to help your cause? Where can they find you? So we are Fair and Secure MA, that's F-A-I-R-A-N-D-S-E-C-U-R-E-M-A.com. Um, we have a Facebook page, Fair and Secure MA also. And um, I would just hope that everybody would go out on November 8th and vote no on question four. All right, Maureen Maloney, vote no on question four from Fair and Secure Massachusetts. Maureen, thank you so much for taking the time for meeting with us today. 
We really appreciate your point of view. And again, our condolences for the loss of your son in 2011. Thank you. It was nice talking with you and your listeners. Nice to talk to you as well. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. This has been a Humor for Humanity production. Our mission is your mission. Humor for Humanity at jimmytingle.com. Thank you. Thank you.